This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. We're talking travel. I'm Jane Klein and Barry Warwick is with us today. And Barry Warwick, what's in the world of travel today? What are you up to, for example? Well, hi, Jane. It's, it's good to be back again. Um, look, I'm just about to go to beautiful downtown Singapore um, and experience good. the A380 aircraft, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Now, um, you did, of course, go down and see the A380 when it I, first came to Sydney last year. When it first came, I was able to go on board and, and have a, a, a little look at it, but this time I'll actually be able to experience what it's like to uh, fly on the aircraft. Now, the aircraft is the world's quietest um, large passenger aircraft, so... Uh, I'm I'm looking forward. I'm going one way on that, and then coming back on a normal aircraft. So it'll give me a good comparison to just see how really uh, quiet the A380 is, um, and certainly um, see what the comfort is like on this particular aircraft. So uh, will we have a chance to catch up with your impressions afterwards, as well as yeah? We- I'm actually back next week because Sally's still away next week. So, so uh, we look forward to finding so, out. So I'll be able to talk to you about it. And look, it's also a good chance to um, catch up with Singapore because Singapore is such a changing city and every time I go there I'm amazed at the things that they've done and um, there seems to be new buildings going up everywhere but it's still managed to retain a lot of um, parks and gardens and uh, the botanic gardens are really nice. It's got um, you know the night zoo and then you've got the normal zoo and the the uh, Jurong Bird Park, and um, not that I'll be able to see everything that Singapore has to offer, but it will be good just to see how uh, how much it's changed. And also, I mean, Orchard Road traditionally has been the shopping precinct, but there's um, certainly other areas that are coming along, and um, Raffles area is is um, you know it's it's another interesting place, and they've got. Uh, down towards the river in in Chinatown, in which traditionally I guess um, Westerners haven't gone, they've they've got lots of food stalls and um, new things. So it'll be good just to see how that uh, that really operates. So sometimes people might feel a little bit wary about going to food stalls. Do you have um, that sort of concern? Yeah, people generally. Um, I, I I think it's an inbred fear that we have here and Singapore is such a clean uh, place anyway um, and they do have pretty good regulations. Also um, it's my belief that food that is cooked freshly um, kills most of the bacteria anyway so it's good it's probably better than food that sits on burners um, in some restaurants so uh, that allows the bacteria to breed so uh, but certainly Singapore is noted for good quality food stalls and um, you know it it it's good health regulation uh, certainly I'd be a little bit more careful in some other parts of Asia. Now, getting back to the aircraft, you say it's supposed to be one of the quietest, the new A380. Uh, What else are you expecting from it, Um, from having seen it before? Well, quietness is is probably the major thing because that wasn't something that I was able to experience when I went on board. Um, But just also to check out, uh, you know, how comfortable the seating, and I know each individual airline has their own seating um, layout and, and, um, you know, for example, Singapore Airlines in their A380 have three classes, whereas Qantas will have actually four classes in theirs. So they'll have first business, um, then uh, premium economy and, and go 
going back to normal economy. So it's just interesting just to to see what different airlines um, put in their aircraft. And once upon a time, you know, a business class seat was a business class seat. Now different airlines have different... um, the way they actually put the seats in the aircraft is different. Um, you know, the the size of the seats is different. Some of them lay down, some of them don't. So um, travelling business class isn't the same as travelling business class was, you know, 10 years ago, I guess. Um, the, the, seat, the seating is definitely a lot more comfortable. And some of the aircraft uh, or some of the airlines in on some routes have dropped out of uh, having first class altogether and they just operate the, the business and economy model. So um, it's interesting to, to just see what will happen. And uh, has there been change to the economy seating, style of seats, comfort of the seats? Um, yeah, uh, the major changes that I saw when I went on the aircraft before is that the um, the little box um, which does all the digital, um, all the movies and all of the entertainment, um, it used to be reasonably large and it was sort of put under every third seat and it's become substantially smaller. So that increases the, the leg room. Um, the, all the airlines are moving now to the what are classed as the, the, the thinner seats where they're still comfortable, but they're, they're much thinner design. Um, they've also moved away from, or some airlines have moved away from um, seats where they, you know, they when someone put their seat back, it actually went back in your space, and now they're moving so that when they put it back, it actually slides the seat a little bit forward. So, um, again, that's something different. There's this... Uh, an, particularly with the full-service airlines, they are trying to outdo each other with comfort and certainly provide something for the passenger who is paying that premium fare. Well, it'll be interesting to see what what tales you come back with, both from the A380 and from Singapore. To NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel with Barry Warwick today. And, Barry, some news that may not be all that good for some people. That's uh, that's right, Jane. Look, there's uh, a scam, and we believe that it originates in the USA, uh, whereby a company rings up and says they're from a well-known local travel brand. Um, they say that you've won a cruise, um, but, um, you know, while the cruise is free, you need to pay for the taxes and port charges that uh, apply to it. Um, they then ask the uh, person for their credit card number, um, the three-digit number on the back, and get all the details, the correct name, etc. Um, and you, I'll leave it to your imagination of what happens from there. But they've really been targeting the Newcastle area, and um, certainly I know of a number of people of. of uh, that have, have actually been contacted by this company. Um, and it's just something that I would advise, never give your credit card number uh, to anyone that is unknown, uh, particularly someone that's ringing up who's saying that you've won something when you haven't entered that competition. So um, certainly it, it, I can see that it would damage this particular brand name and um, I, I don't think that that's fair because really that company has nothing to do with this particular scam. Mm, there are always people so, around who want to make a quick buck out of somebody else's misfortune. They certainly are. Mm. Look, I know that there have been legal steps taken to try and stop it, um, but we'll wait and see just how effective that that will be. In the meantime, so, be on your guard. 
in the mm. meantime, yep, be careful. Um, look, um, moving on to uh, another thing, um, uh, passports, you know, uh, there's always technology and uh, they were always trying to beat the crim and the scam and the et cetera. Um, but at long last, it looks like we'll be able to, uh, or at least some of us will be able to say to goodbye to the queues at um, customs between Australia and New Zealand. Um, basically what's happening is that they're um, introducing um, scanning um, equipment and if you're an Australian or New Zealander uh, that has, well, I think the Australian passports have been issued since 2005 that have the little microchip in them, um, you can just uh, put your passport in a scanning machine that's similar to uh, one of the um, electronic ticket readers. Uh, it reads your passport. Um, then a little bit further on, they, your photo's taken and matches up with your passport details, uh, matches up with this electronic photo, and you just go through customs uh, oh sorry immigration um, you still have to go through customs ah. and certain people will be pulled aside to you know have the the random check and etc but um, these machines will speed up uh, substantially and about 60 percent of the traffic between Australia and New Zealand um, they believe will have these um, machine readable passports so uh, it's in the process of being trialled apparently Brisbane has been trialling it for a little while uh, Wellington's going to trial it shortly so um, it's just one of those things that I, I guess it's been a long time coming but anything that makes it just a lot quicker to get through customs and immigration is always um, great I think and So that will be both sides of the Tasman? My understanding is that it will be both sides of the Tasman yeah. We benefit from technological advances. That's right. Australia's always been one of those leaders in, in uh, passport technology. So, um, you know, I'm not sure whether this is a New Zealand or Australian, but it's good for both. That's Talking Travel for today. We'll be back next week and looking forward to hearing just how the A380, the new Airbus, performs in fact. <laughs> Thank you, Barry Warwick. Thanks, Jane. And this is Talking Travel back next Friday after the one o'clock news on 2NURFM 103.7.